0: Hello, and welcome to the Unapologetically Imperfect Podcast. Hi, this is Claire. And this is Kion. And this podcast is for all those mamas out there. Whether you're a working mom, a work-from-home
1: mom, a stay-at-home mom, a single mom, a married mom, all moms. Because sometimes, being a mom is the absolute best. And sometimes, girl, it's the absolute worst.
0: This is your midweek mama moment to get you over the hump. We're going to start with the little mama dance party right now. Take a
1: moment just for you to dance like nobody's watching. Remember how good it feels to move your body just for you.
0: Go mamas. Go, go mamas. Go.
1: Go. Go mamas. Groove it out.
0: mamas, you know this segment. This is our sorry, not sorry. So this is either something you were supposed to do that you didn't do or you did and you kind of felt sorry about it, but you're kind of (laughs) sorry, not sorry. Claire, what's your sorry, not sorry? So this week we
1: went to the cell phone store and got a plan for our daughter. In 2019, she made some poor choices like not poor choice where you take the phone away and put it in your bedside table. Like poor choice, <laughs> like we take her off the whole plan. Like, that's, nope. That's serious. Done. But she has worked hard to build some trust. So we are working hard, girl, prayfully, prayerfully to give her some tr- opportunities to demonstrate her trustworthiness. Okay. So we went to the cell phone store and girl. I saw that iPhone 11. (laughs) Like a kid in a candy store.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) So we got the iPhone 11, but then we swapped the phone. So she got my old phone because I know how to take care of my phone. It wasn't all cracked up, dinged up, and you know how teenagers (laughs) do and I got the iPhone 11, but I kind of felt like a little bit guilty. But you know, sorry, not sorry,
0: sorry, not sorry, girl. You paying the bill. <laughs> That's what I say. You could have got two iPhones 11. Right. Like they're both hey, mine. Hey, Next time I go shopping with you, instead of my. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. about you, Kia? <laughs> my husband was homesick, and Aww. so I decided to work from home the majority of this week, and or this past week, and um. Just spend some time to be with him, and just check on him, and make his tea, Aww. and make sure he was eating and taking his medicine. And so I kind of felt not very productive, but in a way, I was like, you know what? Sorry, not sorry. My husband's yeah. home. I'm gonna take care of him, and it is what it is. Girl, so
1: that's what you're supposed to do.
0: It is what you're supposed Prioritize to do. Your right? family,
1: exactly. Sorry, sorry, not
0: sorry. All right, UI mamas, we got to take a quick break and pay some bills. See you soon.
1: Hey, UI Mamas! This week, we're going to talk about such a powerful topic. Yes. This episode is entitled, You Are Not Alone. I know y'all feel like you are, but you really are not. (laughs) I can tell you from personal experience that the level of loneliness that I felt in motherhood was astounding because really... I felt more alone as a mama than I did when I was single. <laughs> like I didn't have no husband, I didn't have no children, but I had like a strong community of friends and right. connections. And right. then for some reason, I guess because it shifted, cause I was one of the first people in my friend group to have yes. kids, right? So it was like, uh, they like to look at the baby but they didn't really want to support me <laughs> in motherhood. <laughs> they were like, she cute. <laughs> Here's a gift card.
0: <laughs> Have fun!
1: Have fun! But I think some of the loneliness also stems from, obviously, if especially if it's your first baby, that shift in social groups. Yes, right,
0: exactly. But also
1: for me, is like the pressure of motherhood. Like right. I am the sole island that can nourish my child, provide the child love. Understand all their little signals and stuff. Right. Exactly. You start spinking baby E's, you know, the little <laughs> curl of the toe and whatever. Oh, they have to poop or whatever. Right? <laughs> you learn all those things. But learning that really makes you feel, at least for me, like I, I can't
0: ex- do anything else but this. Than just be a mom. Yeah. And and that is a different kind of loneliness. It's not the loneliness of I'm alone on an island alone, but it's like, I feel like nobody else understands what I'm going through. Nobody is, nobody understands, like nobody ever in humanity has ever experienced (laughs) the feeling that I'm feeling right now. But I think that's part of it too, though. It's like, you feel like, and people say it all the time, which I want it
1: to pop. The person, I'm not gonna name them who said, Oh, women have been having children since the beginning of time. What that got to do with me? experience my uncomfortability with whatever oh gosh breastfeeding was so hard girl it's natural but it ain't
0: intuitive you know you feel like it should be though you feel like this is just gonna happen like magically no matter how many shows I watched where the mom because girl I watched like a million different shows there was like these shows where the women were pregnant and it tracked them right before they were and when they went into labor and afterwards and stuff and I was like oh it's crazy because I'm thinking I'm going to absolutely you know this is going to be like, I'm just going to know what to do. Yeah, I know. Right. And my first one did not have a good time breastfeeding. He did not latch well. Right. And so that was not nightmare. Girl, exactly. Okay. And y'all know me. I think you've met me
1: a little bit. So I had every intention. <laughs> I was going to breastfeed forever. I was going to make all the baby food, girl. I got the cloth diapers that oh, I was going to wash. No we were going to have diapers here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so it made this like overwhelming sense for me. Even among other moms that I was able to connect with, they weren't choosing the same choices. So you felt
0: alone, even though you had other moms.
1: And I should have just, like, opened up about what was going on. But I felt like if I were to open up, I would
0: be, like, admitting that I couldn't do it
1: all Mm. by
0: myself. So you would feel a little vulnerable. yeah, opening up.
1: Well, or even, like... I don't know why I couldn't just ask for help.
0: Well, that's the thing is we're, I think there's some, and I don't think everybody's like this, but I know my nature is I don't like to ask people for help. I have a hard time asking somebody for something simple. Like I'm going to be late. Can you pick up my kid from school for me, please? I don't like to ask those questions yeah. and because it, it makes me feel like I'm not doing what I'm mm. supposed to be doing. Why am I asking somebody for help? That's my job. But here's what's crazy. Like in my professional life, girl, I am master delegator.
1: Yes, I will get on your Slack board. I will, you know, get your Excel spreadsheet. Like, but motherhood, girl, ain't a pivot table strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> There's no checklist. To right? work it out, you know, I read the books. We were supposed to be on the schedule.
0: Ah, it. Uh, it worked and that's kind the thing of. that's crazy because I know I've mentioned before. Like I had two different books, and I swear they contradicted each other. So then I was like, well, what do I do now? And eventually, you you just figure out what works for you because, unfortunately, it's not textbook. Right. Every situation totally. is not textbook. But I think some of it is we have to be willing to let go
1: and realize, you know what, maybe we're not great at this particular thing. Or maybe we are great at it, but we just need a minute. But I, I know for me, a lot of times asking for help, I struggle because I have to admit That there's something you
0: can't do or something
1: that I, I need. Yeah. Right. And I think naturally, I'm just going to be honest, y'all. I want the people that love me, my husband, my best friends, my mom to magically know. That exactly I am struggling and bring the exact thing that I need right then. And I really had to shift my paradigm from what is love. Like, that was my original image of love. If you love me, you, you will, will just get know the telepathic message that <laughs> I sent through my tears. <laughs> and you will know I need a chocolate bar
0: right now. Like and you right would show day. up at my house with a chocolate bar. Now, why did you expect that? Because even now, we... Think, or we tell our kids, I can't read your mind. I don't know. <laughs> what I tell you is unrealistic, I, but I'm just saying, like, exactly. there's some sense to that. Except, I feel
1: like I like embracing the idea that love is when I tell you what I need, you go and get it, or mm. you go and do it. If I say I need help, you say, Oh, I'm happy to help. That's love, right? right. But, you know, in the midst of, you know, being young and a mom and all that stuff, I didn't ask for a lot of help and I should have. And when I did ask for help, I wasn't willing for people to help me in the way that they would help. Right. Like I would say, babe, can you please just help me with this laundry? The child, we got 65 onesies and 85 blankets and all the things everywhere. But then he wouldn't fold it. Like, you know, like you
0: wanted it. Like
1: I wanted it. I wanted the pinks with the pinks and the greens with the greens
0: and the blues with the blue. <laughs> he was like, look at it, it's okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? So I'm looking at him sideways. He's like, why are you hovering over me? You said you wanted to do this so you could take a nap. Go
0: take a nap. But now I'm you're going to micromanage. Yeah.
1: And I, I had to learn to let that go, right? Like in order for me to feel supported and not so alone, right? I have to be okay with somebody helping me and maybe exactly the way I need help or even like my mom would babysit and I like the first time (laughs) I like literally had this whole list you had an itinerary (laughs) I really did a was like here's the manual (laughs) right and my mom looked at me like I lost my ever loving my like you're alive yeah, I was able to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I kind of did this before, girl. Get on out the house. This is not my first Go. rodeo. Bye. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I will make sure your child is alive when exactly. I come back. And I get like if you have a child with allergies or special needs or medical conditions, it's right? Very like super duper important. Totally get it. But if we're not talking about life and death, ladies, right. like you know what. Let grandma give your baby some sugar. Like well, They're going to do it anyway. They just ain't going to tell you they're doing it. <laughs> right. I know. Right. Just let it be. Leave the house and enjoy your 30 minutes, your hour, your two hours. To refresh, you can come back. But I, I know for me, it was so hard to accept.
0: Help. Yeah, and I think that's that boils down to the fact that if you ask for help, it somehow makes you feel less than, Mm. and it makes you vulnerable. Yeah, that's what it is, and nobody likes to feel vulnerable. But that vulnerability, when you show it, it actually. People respond to that. Right. It empowers others to help you. Right. Right? Like
1: you don't know. Like I oftentimes, especially like at church, I see that brand new mom. Right. Everybody was excited about the baby, but you see that look
0: in her eye. In her
1: eye. You the like, one
0: that says, Help
1: me. Right. <laughs> so you go over, you put your hand on your shoulder, her shoulder, and you say, like, how's it going? And immediately she switches. Oh, everything's great. It's fine. The baby's beautiful. I just love motherhood. And you're like, girl
0: let's be real
1: right I'm not the one to lie to I'm here to help you like are are you really okay because I really struggled at this phase when I wasn't getting any sleep yes you know and then the water works oh yes like why can't we just do that from the beginning if someone is asking you how you are that if you have good friends they want to know now listen the lady at the grocery store? She really doesn't care. She She's don't care. She's food. asking you how you are, customer service. That's like being friendly. She wants to scan your stuff and keep it moving. <laughs> like, <laughs> she don't care. Right? But your friends, your family, if they ask you how you are, it's okay to say sad. Yeah. Tired. Frustrated. Overwhelmed.
0: Like. <laughs> Overwhelmed. I want to scream. I'm pulling my hair out. I remember going to my first appointment. It was like two days after I had my son. And the doctor we got in to see the doctor and she asked me she said so how are you doing and I said I said nothing I actually just burst out into tears oh, no. and I was like it's hard I know. I think we've all had that like crying moment really and my husband life. just had this look on his face like looking at the doctor like please help me I don't even know what to do like and it was stressful because the baby wasn't getting enough milk, right. and they were worried. And we don't want to have to put the baby in the hospital. And she uh, that stressed me out. Cause what am I? What's wrong with me right. that I don't know how to breastfeed my baby right? So, girl, that was yeah. I, that you know, just talk about crying at the drop of a dime. Well, totally, those were like magic yeah. words. How are you doing? That was it. The floodgates well, open. All of it,
1: right? Like you know, I'm gonna share a little something that our audience doesn't know. My first baby, I birthed and my second baby is mine through adoption. And there was all this pressure of like, you have to now get it right. Right. Like, and you're supposed to be happy, but now I'm a mama too. I don't know, girl, going from one to two, girl, ain't for the faint of heart, but I'm supposed (laughs) to be like happy. Just jovial. Right. Because it finally happened, girl. We had a long struggle. I'll probably do an episode on it later, but let me tell you, it was so hard to- just be honest and be like, I really love this baby, but this is super duper hard. Exactly. And, and
0: you want to be happy because it's one of the most exciting times of your life. Right. But when you are going through that, uh-huh. it is, let me tell you, there's a whole nother level. And I have a, I have a story too that um we'll talk about it later, but my kids tease me about it now because they think it's funny, but it still hurts me to this <laughs> day, but Girl, it's just you got to be vulnerable. You got to ask for help. You just have to because the only way people know to help you is if you ask. Yeah. Unfortunately, people are not mind readers yet. Not yet. Maybe Apple will make an app. Ooh, that would be nice. Ooh, that'd be good. Read my mind. Uh-huh. What
1: do Wait. I want? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute. Not read the mind. Just you could send out a friend bat signal.
0: Oh, that would be perfect. I will signal. Good.
1: Yes. And then your Girl friend needs help. Look at Apple. Holy Snickers bar, Batman. (laughs) Keon needs a snack.
0: (laughs) Exactly, girl. Exactly.
1: Oh, my goodness. I just feel like we should embrace authenticity Mm. and being real. Like I feel like we should consider them our superpower.
0: Because I feel like they really are the catalyst for... Not feeling alone. Well, there's just so much unrealness and unauthenticity nowadays. Just I know, in general, so we have to try and keep it real. Keep,
1: I mean, obviously, girl, use the filter on your Snapchat and post it on social media. Oh yeah, because sometimes I, you need that little. Yeah, like, you know the I, one that gives you the eyelashes <laughs> that make right? you look amazing. And I'm even down with you know cropping it out and making it cute and all that. But then face to face with your friends, yeah. Let's just be real. Like, I just, I know I struggle, right? Like, I'm going to lunch with my friend. I'm running behind. Like, do I put on a full face or not put on a full face? Right. Right? It but depends. with my friend. Yeah, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. Like, she should be okay. Or even like my friend is coming over. Like, girl, listen, I'm just telling you, you coming to visit me. <laughs> not to critique my housekeeping. Right, excuse. I may have a space <laughs> for us to hang out, but be or might not be (laughs) a little laundry project or science fair project or history day project that has thrown up in my living
0: room. Exactly. (laughs) Yes, I know exactly what that feels like. Yeah, if you're coming to see me you just, if I have enough notice, I might have a time to make it kind of look presentable. (laughs) But that doesn't mean there are not boxes where stuff just got swept into a box and tucked away somewhere. I feel like Authenticity
1: creates authenticity. Yes. Right? Like, I feel like when we went out on the UI Mama trip to see the movie on the Mama Day, that was so much fun. First of all, so much fun, ladies. You don't want to miss the next one. Oh my gosh. But we all literally were dying laughing about you sharing about your kids. Oh. Leaving yes. the folded laundry yes. in the hamper and folded. then putting the dirty clothes on top of the clean yes. folded laundry. And I'm telling you, 95.6 of the
0: moms all shook their head and was like, like yep, Oh I my goodness. goodness. Girl, I remember the first time I encountered that. And I met, the first time I mentioned it to somebody and they were like, Oh, yeah, that's happened to me too. And I thought, Oh, I'm not alone. Oh, right. Like that's like an epiphany. My kids aren't the only
1: one. Or listen, when you're in, I remember being in Target. Staring at the, uh what is it called that the men use to shave their face? Shaving oh, the cream. Shaving cream. Yeah. I speak English. Shaving cream, because I had seen a meme where the mom had used the shaving cream to cancel out the odor of urine from oh. the boy learning to, you know, go potty, not oh. so successfully. Yes. <laughs> And so I'm standing there thinking, I'm not sure. Do I do the 99 cent one? Do I want an old Spice Spray? Like, really? I know. I I think too much about too many things. I know, friend. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> Here's what's crazy. I wasn't sure. And this mom came, and she was like, "Do you know which one sucks up the urine smell?" I was we hugged in the Target. Oh, my gosh. That's like friends
0: for life. Yes,
1: stuff. <laughs> right. We were, girl, we literally like sat there talking about the
0: challenge. Girl. I feel left out because this is the first time I'm hearing about being able to use shaving cream for that. Oh,
1: I'm so sorry. Should But I you didn't re- ask.
0: You didn't re- ask. Girl, I'm going to go buy some. You need to be vulnerable. I have a nine-year-old. Oh, He ain't always yes. good at Amy so, you're, you're,
1: <laughs> But here's the fun part was she didn't tell me, which I didn't tell her back is you give it to the boy and tell him to paint the bathroom. Mm. We're not cleaning. Ladies, not cleaning. Painting. It's just shaving cream. Ah. It'll be okay. And let me tell you, the 99-cent one works better than the expensive one because you know I am myself, so I had to do an actual test. She had to test both of them. (laughs) You will learn to love me. I am myself. (laughs) But anyway, okay. But... (laughs) It does work. I'm telling you, when the boys, if you were in that potty training phase with that boy, girl, the stream is no joke. It will happen one day, but not for a while. So, girl, there's still days
0: I tell my, just sit down. (laughs) (laughs) This really can't be that difficult. Just sit. But I know that I had an amazing experience in Target that day and left feeling lighter. And you weren't alone. You knew somebody else was going through the exact same thing and was looking for the exact same solution. So it made you feel less crazy. Right.
1: (laughs) And so if we just reach out to our friends and family about just the little challenges that we go to, when somebody says, are you okay? No, no, actually I'm not because I'm (laughs) about to lose it. like. If you said, if a mom said that to me, I would be like, okay, girl, what do you need? A hug? A soda? Exactly.
0: Coffee? What is what it? What is it? <laughs> because- a Snickers. Snickers? Yeah. Girl. Ooh, oh, sometimes. Let's not, talk, let's not talk about those. I know, right? Those are not on the diet.
1: They're not on it, but that's okay. You're doing mm-hmm. good. I'm
0: so proud I'm of you. I'm doing so good, especially because I hit a milestone. so But all- m- I think
1: it would be awesome if we were able to have that dialogue and then we would create this- huge sister circle of motherhood.
0: motherhood.
1: Yes. 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 Like, whenever. I just think we should be free. You see a mom in a Target, we should just high five. Girl, you hanging out in the coffee shop and you see a mom, girl, give her a thumbs up and a wink on the side like because you know she's going through something and she should know you're going through something. And we don't necessarily have to sit
0: and talk about it. about it, right? But can I just dab you up and you dab me up, and we encourage each other? Yeah. Like, can Because we just... you know, you've seen that mom out somewhere, and her, her child is just acting out. And she is looking at that kid and speaking to that kid. And you know how you talk through your teeth? Like, I'm telling you right, right now. now. right? If you don't. And you, and you know she's trying to keep it inconspicuous. You need to just give her a <laughs> wing and be like, yeah, I got you, mama. Handle your business. Right. Handle yes. it. <laughs> Handle it. Let him know who the boss right. is. Right? But I feel like it would let
1: such light into our lives if we... We're kind and
0: considerate to each other in our weakness. Well, because you know, there's moms out there who's gonna look at that mom and be like, "Mm, "Oh, yeah, wow, you let your kid behave that way." Yeah, no, he must behave like that at home. Like
1: you you know, sometimes kids have a minute. Exactly, and maybe he does,
0: but you have no idea what that mom is going through. Exactly, you know, just had the worst day ever, and it's just all boiling down, and then. This happens, and she has had the very, the very end of her string of patience. Just let her know, and then here goes. You're gonna be okay, road, right? Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be a blessing if you just
1: came and gave her a high five? Or, I, I mean, particularly because I feel like there's so many times where we look at that mom across the hall and be like, oh, like drooling. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing like more envy making than a mom. She's got like four kids. They're all perfectly dressed. She's perfectly quaffed. And they're just so perfectly behaved. Aww. Like, oh. And it's always on the day where you didn't comb your hair, brush your teeth or nothing, but you ran out of toothpaste and you just <laughs> got to run to the store. And now you standing with one toothpaste, your hair cocked to the side, and here she comes.
0: And you're like, well, it must be nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. You, you have to know Ooh, she does not look that way every, every day. day. I had the most biggest epiphany. Um, my boy was three. Oh, Lord, three
0: was special.
1: Oh, if you are a mom of a three year old, honey, we love you. We love you. I know they Hang talk about the it's terrible get, twos, it does get easier. But I'm telling you, twos ain't got nothing on the three. So, honey, he will, she will turn four. So, just hold tight hold tight, get your calendar and cross off the days. (laughs) But I was in that moment and our church had celebrated this young man who had just graduated from Stanford Law School, right? What an awesome achievement. Right? Beautiful young man. And I happened to see his mom and I was like, I I couldn't, I couldn't, I just felt magnetically drawn to her. And I just went up to her. I was like, can I just, I know you don't really know me. And I really do look a hot mess girl. I looked a hot mess. We just barely got to church and I just needed to touch the hem of his garment. So they had to deal with me how I was. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she said, can I just have five minutes of your time? And she was like, absolutely putting what you need. And I said, I don't know, how, how do you do it? And mm-hmm. I told her, I'm like, I'm not doing it. I have a three-year-old. I love him. He's amazing. He's adorable. He's a snuggle bug. But he breaks every single thing. He screams when I require him to wash his hands with soap. And I, I just don't know. I can't even, I can't. <laughs> she said, I'm done. And you know, what she said to me changed the way I thought about motherhood. She said, honey. You have no idea what we're going through. Mm-hmm. I asked the pastor to celebrate my son because while he graduated, he's really struggling to find a job to use his degree. Yeah, that's a real struggle too, girl. She was like, so I am on my knees for him and crying for him because he feels defeated. And I'm trying to remind him of his value and his worth and and." Girl, I'm at the same place feeling like I don't know what to do to help my son. We were literally in the same
0: place. Right. And you don't know by looking on the outside.
1: Right. I would have thought she's she's at the pinnacle of motherhood. The baby don't graduated. She got the badge and the corsage and everything. <laughs> like she should be like the end all be all of mom. She did it in my mind from right. my perspective, But she was still struggling to be the best mom for her kid. And we hugged each other, exchanged numbers. We communicate to this day. And it just was like an eye opener to me that
0: all moms are Are, struggling. In one way or another, at some point in time, there is a rough patch with every child. And you just need to reach out to somebody and say, oh my gosh, I'm really struggling right now. Like, we're going through something because you don't know who else might be going through the same thing. Or sometimes it's just nice to be able to vent to somebody and you don't necessarily want them to fix anything. You just want somebody to hear you. Hear
1: you to, and to know that there's commonality, right? Like that. Again, we all have such hard situations, raising people is hard. And whether you live in on the mountain hill, you know, in the farm or whether you're in the city, all of the things, raising kids, especially in this day and age is super hard. And we need to provide support from one another. Yes. And not only that, you may find exactly what you need. I know exactly, for me, yeah. again, I like charts, Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and I love the whole like figuring out a reward for my kids. We have done so many different you know reward systems in our home just to figure out what works for each child. And when I have a friend who's struggling with that, you know what? I, I get so excited because I'll make her a chart and put her kid's name on and make it cute, and get the stickers and and even buy the first few rewards and just pack it up in a box, you know what? Because that's what I'm good at. Right. Right? right. Like. And I'm so happy about it. There isn't judgment because something that I'm good at, my friend's not good at. Exactly. I want to support her. I want her to have the best experience with her kids. I want her kids to love her. And I want her to enjoy motherhood. So her sharing her weakness with me isn't something that I, you know, poo-poo or put
0: my nose down. It's an opportunity for me to be a good friend. Exactly. I think that's key. It's just being there for one another because yeah. sometimes somebody you just need somebody to be there for you. Yes, it's. It, I know it. You've been there for me for things, and it may not even been child related. You did help me with a kid thing once, though. One of my kids was having trouble with math. Do you oh, remember? Oh yeah. You remember the cupcake tin yes. with the caramels? Yes, I do. Yep, And that was the idea you came up. with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> multiplication. I was rescue. like, just learn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Memorizing <the> doggone multiplication facts <laughs> <max> already. <laughs> But mamas, we just want to encourage you to just be a tiny bit brave. Find a mama that you trust and just be honest the next time she says, how are are you?" you? Exactly.
0: I think you will find that you are not alone. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if this episode blessed you in any way, Please pick three moms that you know and share this episode with them. We'd love to hear from you
1: and continue the conversation on Instagram at you underscore I underscore M-A-M-A-S, on Facebook at Unapologetically Imperfect, on Twitter at you underscore I underscore mamas on YouTube at Unapologetically Imperfect and on our website at www.unapologeticallyimperfect.net.
0: Have a blessed day, UI Mamas. And remember, being the best mom is not about being perfect. It's about being perfectly Perfectly you. you.